At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two betting across America. Dave Ross and Mal Shaw presented by BetMGM coming to you from Circus Sportsbook here in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. See the numbers behind us. It looks like. I don't know if there's any wood on this desk. There's some. They're going to get our first under in the NFL preseason. A minute 24 to go. 1914 bears with the lead <laughs> over the Chiefs. <laughs> Who's winning? Bears. What's the score? Zero, zero. <laughs> Uh, a little Ferris Bueller's. But, again, we said there's no such thing as a bad beat in preseason football. Right. But if you had the under in the Commanders-Panthers game, and it's 20-6 to six midway through the fourth quarter, you're steaming towards the under. Full speed ahead. Yeah. Uh-oh. 21-20. There has been a rise up in D.C. The over has hit. The Commanders have the one-point lead. I don't know if it's final yet. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, you're like, you've got to be kidding me. I think the Bears just got a big sack on fourth down. That should put a ribbon on that one for Amal Shaw and a winner, 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 chicken dinner. I would agree with you. There are now two knees and it's it's over here. Uh, you know, it's preseason, though. You never know. Is the team actually going to try and run the football? You know, the problem in actuality is, though, you score and then all of a sudden now you got to kick an extra point. You got to do the, uh, the whole thing. Nobody wants to do that. No. Just get the knee and get out of here at this point in time, obviously. There's no reason for the Bears to run a play other than the victory formation. But- but, Dave, real quick, in college football, nobody ever takes a knee. Yeah, they run. That is a weird thing. And, again, if you remember the um, – Unless it's a tight game, you know what I mean? Like, But I'm saying they're up big. They, they never take a knee. Who was the, the Rutgers coach went to Tampa Bay? Uh, Greg Schiano. Schiano. Remember Schiano got in a whole, a whole, whole sorts of issues because he did that in pro. Yeah. He did that in his stint in the NFL. And the other – I mean, the other coaches would come across and they'd be like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm playing football. You know, he's like – well, in college, we just run plays. We don't take knees. We gotta would, get... would, would football be better if they outlawed the knee and you had to run a play by well, rule? Well, then you know what you do? You, you, what, you would end up hurting the team's total yards statistically in a negative way because what you would do is run around backwards like Mahomes did in the Super Bowl. And by oh, the yeah. way, I got very lucky in that one because I thought it was a loser on Mahomes' total yardage and then because he ran backwards, got the win. One of the fluke victories of all time. Wow. But well, nice victory here. And the, they are taking the victory formation in Chicago. You know, 1914 will be the final. We're going to get to MMA in a second mm-hmm. here with Dave because uh, it's about to go off the fight card. But one of my favorite handshake se- sequences was when uh, Jim Harbaugh was at Stanford <laughs> yes. and they played uh, USC. And Pete I Carroll. love the fact that 
Stanford tried to go for two at 48. They One ran of my all-time favorite Harms things. Harms ran it up on Pete. Yes, exactly. In the Coliseum. Absolutely right. And then at the handshake line, he, and, he, and he goes, what's your deal? What's your, your deal? deal? <laughs> it's one of the greatest. Like, Pete Carroll doesn't what's your deal? But you know what? It, it, some of these teams, they want that payback. I love that. That's, Woody Hayes with the greatest quote I've ever heard in sports. They're playing Michigan. They're, they're up. Uh, I forgot what the score was, like 48 to 50 to 13 or something, like the 1968 game. And they go, Coach, why'd you go for two? He goes, because we couldn't go for three. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it Coach Swanson in Detroit that ran down Harbaugh? Remember that? When Harbaugh was in San Francisco? It he was, was with the uh, Lions? Schwartz, yes. Schwartz? I, Schwartz I, ran him down? Like, uh, people were going after Harbs. By the way, in the uh, coach draft fight, Jim Schwartz would have been one of my first three picks. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. But, you know, Harbaugh wasn't going to give any quarter if that was a fight, too. No, he was not. Harbaugh Schwartz would have been a hell of an <laughs> MMA matchup. Speaking of MMA, you mentioned that the cards didn't go off at UFC San Diego. And I, I do want to start off with the main event here because it is an intriguing one with Marlon Vera, Chito Vera, taking on Dominic Cruz. Dominic, of course, one of the best bantamweights to ever uh, get inside that octagon. Now at 38 years young, people are wondering if the best days are behind him. But on first strike, Seamus Plug. Right here. I think it's it's a fantastic pod, if I may say so myself. Talking to some of my experts this week, and some guys are finding pathways to victory for the elder statesman here in Dominic Cruz. First here is Lou Finicaro. You can follow him at Gamblue. This is Lou's take on a pathway to victory for the Dominator. As good as Cruz's wrestling is, I don't think he has any aspirations of taking the bigger man down. I think he has aspirations of trying to tire him out to it to a degree, or we know Vera starts real slow, and that's been a critique of his since the Yadong fight. And so if Cruz comes out and steps on the gas and can bank two early rounds, all bets are off. So there's a lot of intrigue in this fight, and there's a path for Cruz to win. I just think that the age difference is going to come in at 135 pounds, way more so than it would at 265 pounds. What did uh, Apollo say to Rocky at the end of Rocky? Theory? You know what? It's a shame we got to get old. <laughs> he said, you just keep punching. So Dominic Cruz is getting old. We understand that. And Lou makes a great point. Can he wrestle? If he can't wrestle, then he's got to exchange with the hands. And he's got to get on his bicycle and try to tire out the younger Marlon Vera, who's going to be that the, the kind of the bull and matador scenario here. Vera's going to be coming ahead, and Cruz is going to try to use that great footwork that he normally has, does he still have it at 38? That's going to be a telltale sign. Kevin Ioli, talk about a boxing legend, and now has forayed that into the UFC as well. Kevin, with his take on why he thinks the Dominator could be a smart play. Everybody I know, everybody and their brother is on is on uh, Marlon Vera. And I like Cruz, right? <laughs> and I just think that that footwork, that in-and-out style, uh, is going to frustrate uh, um, uh, Cheeto. And, and I think, you know, Cheeto certainly has every tool he needs to win this fight, and he has it to win impressively. Like, what he did to Rob Font was really amazing. Rob Font's a badass guy, and Cheeto Vera just pummeled him and really put him out. But I think Dominic is a different kettle of fish, right? And Dominic's a smart guy, and and he knows how, how to uh, work guys like this that are big strikers here's kevin i always take and you know it's, it's funny because in the pod and go go check it out before you you make those bets on first strike wherever you get your podcast i asked him i said is there any comparison now, obviously not the, the stature of fighters that we saw in 1987 with one of the the still one of the more controversial bouts in the history of boxing which was sugar ray leonard against the marvelous one marvin Hagler. Yeah. but you will see similar styles in this potential five-round matchup today I don't know who you think won that fight back in 87. I, I literally have scored that fight 10 different times and have had 10 different outcomes, depending on what you see when you watch that fight. And that's why I think this fight, if it goes to the cards in San Diego, sometimes what you see is different from what the judges see. We've seen it historically in boxing. By the way, who do you think won that fight, Hagler or, or Leonard? I would go with Leonard. Because he was the showman. Yeah. Right? And he, he kind of won over the crowd like the gladiator. You know, win the crowd, win your freedom. It's, by the way, you forgot one of the great lines in Rocky Three. There is no tomorrow, Rocky. There is no, no tomorrow. tomorrow. But uh, one thing that drives me nuts, and I don't follow MMA, and I do, really don't know much about it, but I, I don't know how the scoring is in terms of, you know, there are people, and I don't want to call them out right now, that I know in boxing, I'm like, dude, how is this person, how is he um, or she mm -hmm. judging this fight? Well, you just nailed it. That, that is similar in MMA. Yeah. It's not as 
controversial as maybe some of the names in boxing, like Bird. That you go, how is that Ali Bird? But you know, like things like that, where you go, how is that person scoring this fight? I I don't understand. We're getting to the point in MMA where it's like, well, what are you looking for, right? And so the, the rules are, are laid out there, and the rules really haven't changed. It's the emphasis on it. We see this in the NFL every single year. Sometimes the rules actually change in the NFL, but point of emphasis, right? The point of emphasis now in MMA is effect, effective scoring yeah. and damage. Are you doing damage? So you hit me with points, great. Are you hurting me? If you're not hurting me, you might hit me with 10 shots, Dominic Cruz. But if Marlon Vera hits you with two big ones, then you can make a case that Marlon Vera won the route according to the way the judging is supposed to go. But we've seen it go both ways already in 2022, so you really don't know what the judges are going to see. To that end, Jordan Sherwood out of Chicago thinks if you want to, you don't want to lay the big price tag with Marlon Vera in the main event, then maybe there is a better way to go, and it could be if you like all five rounds. Take a listen. If this was five years ago, uh, Dominic Cruz with his movement, his footwork, some of the best we've ever seen, Dominic Cruz all day. He's a tad bit slower at 36 years of age, so I think Marlon Vera does enough, but on the judges' scorecard, not the prolific finisher that we know Marlon Vera to be. We're going to the judges' scorecards, the over, but Marlon Vera is going to get his hand raised. I think he's just going to outpoint, outwork, and really have the more physical strikes, significant strikes in this fight to warrant him getting the, his hand raised on the judges' scorecard. Dave, would you go by uh, Vera here plus 130 in the decision? See, I love where Jordan's head's at because that's my best bet on the card uh -huh. is the over four and a half. Now, I'm laying it. $1.80. I understand that, okay? But you just heard it from three of our experts that they are anticipating Dominic Cruz is going to be able to at least elongate this fight. And, and I do believe it goes all five, but certainly I'll take it smaller at four and a half just to get into that final round in past two minutes and 30 seconds. Where I, where I worry, and I think Jordan is right on with the handicap, but because when you listen to the other handicaps of Kevin Ioli that, yeah, you know, everybody's on Vera and we understand why. When it gets to the judges, that's when I go, man, I don't want to take that chance because then it becomes a flip of the coin. So, again, if you really think that Cruz is just going to get, no pun intended, dominated for five rounds by Marlon Vera, then go ahead and go the Jordan Sherwood route and get that plus money there at plus $1.30. Then you don't have to lay the over $2 price tag that you would have to right now with Cheeto Vera. But I'm not that confident that the judges, that I can trust them. And I say this every week. When the fight goes to the cards, and by the way, last week, None of them went to the cards, which was amazing. 11 finishes. So you don't have to worry about the quirky judging. I hold my breath. I go, uh-oh. I think I'm on the right side, but I'll find out. So, so I've never watched a card. Uh, in terms of the fights, you know, in boxing, sometimes in the bigger fights, projected 8, 8 o'clock start time, it's like 10 p.m.? Yeah. In MMA, no, are they keep, pretty good? We keep it moving. Nice. We, we okay. keep it moving. Like <laughs> if there's been a you know a couple uh, fights that went the distance, yeah. Dana's going to speed it up. We're not going to have that much oh, lag time. Oh, that's really good. I fights. like that. Uh, very quickly, I, I do like Ariana Lipsky and uh, the, the the Queen of Violence taking on Zombie Girl here. I like that fight to go over as well. Two and a half rounds probably goes to the judges' decision. And watch Josh Quinlan on this card. Don't lay the big price tag. He's going to make quick work today uh, in that fight. I like him KOD, TK or DQ minus a dollar for when we come back let's talk some nfl and some nf and college football specials that we see out there and maybe get some good value with it come on back betting across america here on decent the sports betting Network. at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple of weeks. So start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's Football Betting Guide is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up early, and now for a discount of $175, you're going to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with a full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to help up your betting games. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Dave Ross back alongside Amal Shaw. We roll on betting across America. The Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts are under the underway at Orchard Park. I used to go to that park when I was a kid. My dad took me because I couldn't drive. I was 10. And we'd go to Bills games. And uh, they love their football in upstate New York, right? You just said something in this first drive. It was like the perfect drive to start if you had the under. Well, five minutes and 16 seconds off the clock. First and either 10 or first and goal at about the nine or 10 yard line, somewhere in there. And uh, you wind up with four plays and no points. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that if you've got an under. So they, they didn't do what the t-shirt that I want to get printed here, which is just take the points. Decent. I want one of those t-shirts because everybody disagrees with me. In fake football, I'm cool. Do whatever you want. Regular season, you can't make that decision. No, I, I don't think they do. I think this is one of the things that you're doing a lot of times and people don't realize this from a betting standpoint where it could be detrimental or it could be positive for you is there's scenarios where you're going to forego a, uh, a kick because it's the preseason. There are times yes. where you're going to make it. You're going to attempt a kick because it's the preseason. Um, the Detroit Lions attempted a kick yesterday where in the regular season, I firmly believe they would not have kicked the football. Well, well, give me the particulars. It was about, uh, like know, a fourth and short. It was, or? You know, I kind of was watching. It was on a, a bar TV. and It wasn't watching that closely, but it was like a fourth and a yard or two oh. and about 30-yard 30, um, line, so about a 47-yarder, a little bit more of a practice scenario. You would normally go for it in that game scenario probably unless you're late fourth quarter, but this is, I think, the third quarter. Okay. It was just it just didn't feel like a situation in the regular season where you would have even hesitated, you would have gone for it. I, like to me, and again, I, people can, you can disagree all you want. That's fine. You can have these debates about analytics and, and whether or not the right time. I'm a big and the one thing that analytics cannot judge is momentum of a football game. They can't. It's because it's broken down just by the numbers. So when the chart comes out, say it's the first drive, just like this Bills example. Yeah. And let's say they got down to a fourth and three at the five, the analytics are going to say, go for it. That, that, Cause you're pinning them deep. If you, if you don't get it, they got to start at the five. Like, oh, I understand that. Sometimes I go, give me a, a positive outcome on the first drive, even if it's the three. So I get where the numbers of the analytic community is going to say, you got to follow the chart here and go for it. I'm going to say no, because I know my team's going to go, all right, we didn't get six, but we got three and we got the lead. 
And there is a difference in the NFL of playing with the lead versus playing from behind, even if it's just three points. So those are debates that coaches have to have. Fans can certainly have them, and, and I'm all for them. But uh, I think that you have to, as a head coach, and this is kind of pointed at Boy Genius 2.0 out there with the Chargers, that you, like gauge the game, Brandon Staley. Gauge the game and, and know where, if you come away with zero, the impact of that emotionally in your football team could have a bigger detriment than you might realize versus what the chart is saying. I think you bring up a great point. Momentum, how do you feel? You know, I go back to certain things that coaches just don't seem to understand. And everyone gives Belichick and Harbaugh a ton of credit, Dave. I don't think they deserve a lot of credit for using common sense. I think they're just in a fraternity full of idiots. <laughs> I mean, when you look at it, let me give you a perfect example of what I'm re- uh, referencing. The Chargers are playing the Buccaneers a couple of years ago when Anthony Lynn was the head coach. Yeah. They're up 17 with about a minute 40 in the half inside their own 10-yard line, and Tampa's got one timeout. I think the scenario was basically where you can kill the clock. So I might be a little bit wrong on the particulars in terms of the, the timeouts and the score. But they run the ball, and they fumble the ball. And I remember saying, you know what? They must have been in a scenario that was under a minute 20 because I said just take three knees here even if Tampa calls timeout on the first one. They fumble the ball. Tampa ends up scoring a touchdown, cuts it to 10, and the Buccaneers come back and storm them and win the game. But to me, Dave, this is where these coaches make such just bad decisions. Like one of my biggest pet peeves in football. Let's say you're punting the football to me, okay. and I'm up by 10 points with eight, with a 10 minutes to go. But you got a fourth and 17, you have to punt. I'm not sending anybody back. I'm coming after it. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't even want you fair catching the ball. Oh. Because I, if you recover a fumble, which is the most opportunistic. Or, uh, oh, the you just want the ball back. I just want the ball. I want to play the clock. And, you know, everyone talks about how smart Belichick and Harbaugh are. I'm like, no, you just got a bunch of idiots. Let's go to MIT or let's go to Stanford. You I'm don't worry you about the ball bouncing and then the no, extra 20 because you don't have a returner back yeah, there. But so Michael Lombardi made a great point to me. He goes, well, you're looking at it from a negative standpoint. No, I'm looking at it from a realistic standpoint. I said, why do you have life insurance? You're going to die? Is that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, why do you have uh, car insurance? Are you not a good enough driver is the argument? But my point is yeah. you play from a safety standpoint in certain scenarios. I'm all about risk-taking and gambling, but there are certain scenarios where – I look at that punt return, that situation. I got to give an example. And I'm not picking on you because you're a Syracuse fan. 1997, I was irate about this. This is why I hate Paul Pasqualoni to this day. They're playing West Virginia in Morgantown. There is 40 seconds remaining in the half. The Mounties have two timeouts remaining, and they're down 13 nothing. And by the way, Perry Patterson and company have about 30 yards of total offense. Mounties punt from the Syracuse 40-yard line. And I said, don't send anybody back. Even the ball is down at the one-yard line. You can run with Patterson three fullback dives up the middle and get out of there. They fumble the punt. Mounties recover, get a touchdown, 20 nothing. game set match over. Let's drive home safely. Never disparage the great Coach P like that ever again. God, when he came to Dallas, I just wanted to ask every week to Garrett uh, Parcells, why is he on the staff? By the way, the, 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 the Orange community would die for the Coach P years again. I mean, ever since McPherson and then Coach Pasqualoni, it has been misery. I, I, I don't mean to make Elliot mad, but I have a friend of mine who lives in the Houston area now and lived up in, uh, up in upstate New York for 11 years from like 87 to 98. And we were talking about Jim Beheim. Yeah, the great Jim Beheim. And we were saying the overrated Jim Beheim. Oh, my goodness. Ronnie Sykley. John, Ronnie. listen, Derek Coleman, John Wallace, Lawrence Moten, if, if Bill, Billy Coleman, Owens, Billy if, Owens. If Derek right. Coleman hits a front end of a one-on-one, they're going to win the national championship in 1987. Well, maybe if they worked on free throws more, because I can tell you one thing. I never look at Syracuse and go, that's a great free throw shooting team. Uh, by the way, Ronnie Sykley, for those that don't know, by the way, double-digit years in the NBA. Yeah. Really good player. Yeah. Uh, he's a DJ now. Big-time DJ in South Florida. I saw him play in Chicago. <laughs> House music hits button. People go crazy. It was late. I'd say about 4 in the morning. And there with my buddy Tyler Fulgham now over at ESPN and some other uh, co-workers at the time. We went all the way up to the front. And I went, Ronnie! 1987 Syracuse! And he went, <laughs> but he like he we had to be the only people in there that knew what a great basketball player this was now he's a world-renowned dj art basil down in uh, miami every year uh, he's always performing and uh, what a life cycling having i know it's a tangent sorry elliot because yeah. we, we do want to get to some head-to-heads and, and we might carry this over if we don't get to R- real fully... quick i want to update positive yeah. for elliot picked by the colts in the red zone in business now uh first and 10 at the 11-yard line. Which is great news for Elliot because he's got the, the Colts first half as well as our own Wes Reynolds. 
who's on Colts first half here. So we'll see how those play out. Well, Hall, you know what? I, this is one thing that drives me nuts at our network. You and Femi and John Goulet, yeah. cowboy lovers. Yeah. None of you from the DFW area. Virginia, uh, Connecticut, and the state of Washington for Femi. And we got West Rounds, at least he's from Indiana, and Jonathan Von Tobel, big Colts fan. Give me a break next. What, what are you going to tell me now? You, somebody, you know, somebody's favorite basketball team is Russia? I mean, come on. We're everywhere. I mean, like, it's, it's, and this is the thing that we, for the Dallas Cowboys, right? And again, by the way, look at the wind total for the Cowboys. It's coming down, people. People are jumping off the ship. I, I disagree with that. Uh, you know, to your point, I still think Dallas is going to win this division. Ooh. Because that's sexy money right now. You can get plus money right now on the Cowboys to win the division. I mean, before the draft them all, you would have laid almost a dollar thirty. Now you're getting plus a dollar thirty. The numbers have flipped. You want to play the over? Can Superdeck get you eleven plus a dollar twenty? Those are sexy prices, them all. Dave, I'm going to tell you right now. There are two things. I let the first one slide because you kind of answered your own question. There's two <laughs> things you never say to me ever again. Happy Saturday, happy Sunday, nonsense. I whenever people, I that's like. <laughs> I always am like, I'm like, what are you, a 24-year-old girl? Come on. I'm yeah. like, you know, that, that's... It's like we're on a three-hour date. De Brady Cannon one time <laughs> said that to me, and, and, and it was funny. I, I forgot it was either Isaiah Wrinkle or Kelly Bidlin goes, does Amal really strike you as the guy you say happy Wednesday to? It's not I, that, I, mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm the happy guy. Wednesday guy, but oh, the weekend. It's the weekend. I, I got to call my guy BK out on that one. I'm just, all I'm saying is, listen, we live in Vegas. Every day is happy, buddy. Every, I, listen, to me, every day is vacation here. All, all I'm saying is... The uh, Dak Prescott, yeah. Super Dak. Come on, let, let's slow down here. Super Dak. He, he's a good quarterback in a division. When he's, he's super the Dak. best quarterback in a division with bad quarterbacks. By Daniel way, I, Jones, Jalen Hurts, and uh, Carson Wentz. Fourth down. So Elliott wants them to kick the field goal. They're not. They're going to go for it as well. Six oh. minutes to go in the first. If you're laying any, any, I don't know. Elliott, oh, he's got to go the for it here. The ball's so about they're going, inside they're going the one. It. It's inside the one. But it's fake football. But real money is on the line here, people. So we'll find out That's what's going to happen. That's a false start. You might get a oh, break. He got start. the. I called. I saw that. That was a false start right there. We got the call. Elliot, you got your three points. We're having a happy Saturday. Yeah, when we, we are, come actually, back, yes. Connor <laughs> Allen is going to join the program. We'll break down everything he might think he's going to see coming up in the NFL this season. Come on back. Betting Across America here on these in the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see where the changes are moving in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Dave Ross back alongside Amal Shaw. We want to update the drama. Elliot Bowman, our producer, sweating it out. Colts kick the field. Do the right thing. They take the points. Yeah. If this is real football, I'd say do the right thing. But I understood why they would have gone for it. 3 nothing right now, Colts against the Bills, who have the ball around midfield. Let's bring in Connor Allen. You can follow Connor at Connor Allen, NFL sports betting manager, 444 football. That's a four, the number, F-O-R, four, football. Uh, great to have Connor join the program here. We're going to talk a lot about some potential prop scenarios out there that you like, Connor, because I know you are a prop specialist. First of all, before we get into the, the guys you actually like and some of the numbers, how much does the evaluation process change for you with what you see in preseason, or does it change at all, Connor? So I think the preseason matters not really necessarily with what we see in terms of uh, skill, but I think more so usage and kind of who is playing with the first team, how often they're playing, uh, you know, what kind of role they're playing in, you know, they're in slot or outside, things of that sort. You can kind of start to get a gauge with how they're going to use that player in the regular season. Now, that, that being said, it's not an end-all, be-all. You know, obviously everyone points to the, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, you know, breakouts uh, over the last few years after a disappointing preseason. But, you know, I think that it still can be a pretty good indicator of just how a team is going to use a player uh, going forward. 
Connor, I want to go into a couple of props you have here, one that I really like. Travis Etienne, over 1,025 and a half rush yards and receiving yards combined. People may be unaware if they don't follow college football closely. This is a guy that was a tremendous, tremendous player at Clemson in terms of not only running the football, but being able to catch it out of the backfield. Tell me a little bit more about what you like about Etienne coming off the ACL injury and a team that could be offensively challenged at times with Jacksonville. Yeah, and I'm, I'm buying that the Jacksonville offense will be significantly better this year with the new coaching staff. They also spent one of the most amounts of money on the offensive line just trying to upgrade that unit. So we have them projected to be pretty much middle of the league in terms of offensive line play. Um, but the biggest thing for me here, and the reason I like this over, is just his projected role, essentially, I think is being underrated, especially in the receiving game here. So you know, we, I took the over uh, 1,000 rushing and receiving yards combined. So not only do I anticipate him having some type of an early down role with James Robinson also mixing in on early downs. But I think his pass hitting role could be significant and his upside there could be significant. You know, word out of camp is that he's been by far the most explosive player on the offense. And I anticipate, you know, Trevor Lawrence, former collegiate teammate, essentially making sure that he's on the field in pretty much every passing situation to not only protect, but be utilized out of the backfield as well. So I think that his, his receiving role, especially is being underrated here. And James Robinson coming off an Achilles injury, you know, running backs for the last 10 years are essentially over 12 coming back and being successful after an Achilles injury. Obviously Cam Akers, you know, did return, but he also was not very successful in his previous stint as well. So I think that ETN is in a good, a good look here to push for 1500 potentially rushing receiving yards combined. It is amazing. The difference and at least the outlook in Jacksonville with an adult in the room leading it this year in Doug Peterson. Let's go to Tennessee because I, the, the big blockbuster uh, trade, uh, you know, right before the, the at, at the draft day, uh, when you move away from AJ Brown and he goes uh, over to Philadelphia, you bring in Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, and you got a number here for under fifty-seven and a half receptions for the talented rookie out of Arkansas. But so far, the reports are he's still running with the twos and the threes. Connor, is that the reason why maybe he's just not adjusting so far to the NFL lifestyle? Yeah, and look, I think that he will play a big role for this team. I think that he will end up being an every-down player at one point. But uh, as you mentioned, you know, we look at the first preseason game here. So the Titans sat their starters in the first preseason game, but Burks didn't even start the game with the backups. He didn't enter the game until Dez Patrick's, Racy McMath, and Kyle Phillips had already left. He then played 30 snaps thereafter or earned only one target against those guys. Again, he's playing against guys who, you know, might not even make the opposing team. Like, you know, those are, those are not guys that are going to be started. So like our projections already leaned under, but it seems like he's going to be, he has an uphill climb in the depth chart. He's playing in a, uh, you know, run heavy offense. And uh, you know, he has to, he just has a long way to go. So while I think that the talent could be there, he was already kind of a dicey prospect to begin with, you know? Um, so at this point, I think that the under of, uh, you know, 57 and a half receptions is a pretty good look here because you need him for basically to have like three receptions or less per game, which, I think given his probable slow start is very, very, very easy to hit. Yeah, I like your point there on the slow start. I, I do like Traylon Burks. I thought he was terrific at Arkansas. We'll see how he emerges here. I want to stay on the receiver theme a little bit. Chase Claypool is another one you like under 58 and a half receptions here. Uh, part of that for you, is it just simply the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh, lack of certainty and continuity there under center? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that plays a, a pretty big role. It seems like, you know, the combination of Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Kenny Pickett uh, has not gotten rave reviews out of camp, you know, with, with Trubisky at one point, not completing a single pass. You know, I think it was up to 20 attempts at one point in training camp. And while I don't think there's there's too much stock put into that, now you have the, you know, rise of rookie George Pickens, who is getting just rave reviews every single day. And, you know, Deontay Johnson's still there, who's, you know, been one of the best separators in the game. And while he's had some issues with drops, it's, consistently finding ways to get open and earn targets. So, you know, Claypool has totaled only 62 and 59 receptions the last two seasons. Plus, I also think without Big Ben, who was essentially, you know, leading the team in terms of deciding to choose play calls and like deciding to pass the ball, I think they might go a little bit run heavier. So you're looking at like lower volume, maybe being third or fourth in the pecking order uh, versus, you know, some other situations last year. So I think the Claypool under is a good book. Yeah, I think it's a great point and a great play there because, again, George Pickens right now, boy, how did he go that long in the NFL draft? You're right, getting rave reviews there in the Steel City. Let's stay with the wide receivers because, Connor, this one really uh, gets my attention here. You like C.D. Lamb now being uh, the alpha dog in Dallas to lead the league in receptions. You can get that number, a juicy number, 20-1. to 1. 
you're not too worried about him making the step up now with Amari Cooper in Cleveland? I mean, I think that that's definitely a concern in terms of, like, if he can take that next step. But the key here is that he will have the target volume and opportunity. As you mentioned, Amari Cooper now in Cleveland. Michael Gallup is likely to miss a good chunk of the season. I'm projecting around half the season for him to be missed. James Washington was penciled in to be the starting, a starting wide receiver, you know, already out for the season. So now you're looking at target competition of, you know, Jalen Tolbert. Uh, you know, like, that's about it for, an, uh, for a <laughs> Cowboys offense, which is, you know, projects to be pretty, you know, pretty efficient. Dak Prescott's a pretty efficient quarterback, and they're probably going to have to throw a decent amount because I'm not sure – you know, if their defense needs to be, you know, needs to be top tier, otherwise they're going to have to be throwing a bunch. So I think that Lamb leads the league in receptions at 20 to 1. Uh, it, I mean, I think that price is a total smash. It should probably be closer to 10 to 1, in my opinion, with just how much volume he's going to see. Connor, I love the point you made. Uh, without giving away necessarily your secret sauce a little bit, how, for some people that may not be as well versed on player procs, and I, I think for a lot of betters that might be somewhat of a newer handicapping opportunity. What are some of the things you may look for or just things that how you kind of arrive at certain players? Because, you know, everyone has the Josh Allen type of prop bets and those. But I, I love like the Traylon Burks, Travis Etienne. Me, I'm a huge, huge college guy. So a lot of these guys I look at right away based on what they did collegiately in terms of their situation. How are some of the players that you're arriving at? Not necessarily where you decide to go over under, but you just say, hey, this is a person I'm maybe going to look at their numbers and see if there's an opportunity. Well, yeah. So, I mean, just in, just in general, I think to your point, like looking at collegiate profiles is really, is really important and kind of like analyzing that from there. But what I like to do is my general strategy is to bet on unders for season long player props. Uh, I went back and looked at all of the player props from last year that were available to me. It was around 243. If you blind, just blind bet the under on all of them, it would have won 66% of the time. Wow. Um, and if you look at the different categories there, yeah, like passing yards went under, 20 out of 27 times uh, receiving yards went under 64 out of 97 players went under their receiving total, which is 65%. So, I mean, I'm not saying that you should blind that everything. I'm just saying that you should probably lean towards the under on everything because there are so many outs for your under to win, whether it's, you know, an injury to the actual player or an injury to a quarterback that, you know, decreases the efficiency of the entire offense or the offensive line, or, you know, maybe the coaching staff isn't doing a good job of getting this player open, you know, like they're, there's so many different factors that go into an overwinning, where it's an underwinning. All you need to do is like one of those things to go wrong, and essentially, you know, you're underwin. So that's kind of my overarching strategy in terms of like season-long props. But there are uh, you know a bunch of others for uh, in-season and buying low on rookies early on is can be really really profitable. Like uh, you know Jalen Waddle last year's props were insanely low, you know, to start the season because no one really knew what kind of projected role he was going to be in. Um, and, and, you know, didn't quite believe him. So I think that that's, that's another thing to look for as well as being able to kind of buy low on uncertain situations. That is fantastic. I kind of really enjoyed the conversation again. Uh, give a follow there and you do a great job uh, breaking down all of these props. And one more to give out that you do like. You have David Montgomery for the Bears under 860 and a half rushing yards this year in the city of Chicago. Thanks for kind of for joining the program. When we come back, we will get to those head-to-head matchups. NFL versus college that BetMGM has out there and see if you like any of those when you go mono e mono. Come on back. It's betting across America here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM, so sign up now using the bonus code VSIN1000. Your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much, much more. So no matter what your favorite sport is, you're going to find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com. Enter the bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager free. Up to $1,000. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issues. Non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Rolling along, Amal Shaw here on Betting Across America. I am Dave Ross, and I gave out some UFC plays earlier in the show Hopefully you got in on Josh Quinlan via KO, TKO, or DQ. It was the KO in the very first round to get his arm raised, so that ticket cashes at minus $1.04. Boy, oh boy, and what a left hook it was to knock out with. And he could have hit him with the right hand, and he showed discretion. There was no, it was not necessary for the extra punches. Who's the, who's the guy interviewing him? Russell at Oklahoma State. That is Daniel Cormier, the oh, former right. light right. heavyweight champion of the world. DC, one of the best wrestlers to ever do it. And by the way, Quinn was taken down Witt with a nice double leg, but he was able to get up from it and then land that vicious left hook. That fight is over. We'll see how those plays play out here as we continue UFC San Diego. That was, oh, that's where this is. Okay, got it. Is this at the Viejas Center? Where is this thing at? Uh, what's the name, Elliot? Yeah. Uh, it's, it, Stormy said it yesterday when I was on with Stormy Bonatoni. Viejas, but maybe there's no, a bigger No, it's, it's with a P. I'm not really good with my San Diego locales. Pachanga. Oh, Pachanga, the casino. That, got a sponsorship. Oh, but yeah. So we got one KO on the board here to start off UFC San Diego. That, that should be a good crowd there. Oh, it's, and it's going to be a pro-dominant cruise crowd. So again, kind of like that plus money with a dominator in the main event that gets to the card. Sometimes the judges, they're, they're human. Yeah. They get influenced sometimes by the roar of the crowd as well. Let's get to some of these head-to-head matchups that we have via DraftKings. And these are going to pit some of your favorite NFL teams. Yeah with some of your favorite college teams and see which way you'd want to go. I'm, I'm a little bit taken aback because some people call the Patriots America's team. We know that's who are these some people. I've never heard that in my life. Really? Not once. Oh, because the winning and Belichick and Brady and all the years. So like, they're like, oh, Cowboy fans, what have you guys done since the nineties? So we're the real America's team. It doesn't matter. The Cowboys, the Lakers and the Yankees, wherever you go, there's, Fans everywhere. I'll tell you, the Yankees logo hat. I mean, I was watching a tennis tournament in Spain. There were literally three people in the crowd with Yankee hats on. They weren't sitting by each other. It's the brand, baby. It's the brand. So you're not seeing Patriot hats. Let me tell you something. Outside the 617 in the surrounding area, there's nobody that's a Pats fan. They're Brady fans, but they're not Pats fans. Yeah, that's a good point. And distinction. 
So I think in college football, if Tim Murray is listening, he's going to tell you who's the number one team in college football. Yeah, if this were the 1980s, I would say Notre Dame. But it's not. So you can get the Patriots. Who's going to have more wins? Is it the Pats or is it the Golden Domers minus $1.15? We're going to run down these that you see here on your screen if you're watching. Arizona Cardinals minus $1.15 against Hook uh, Gigum in Texas A&M <laughs> minus $1.15. There's America's team. The Cowboys got a way big number, $1.65. If you think Boomer Sooner can get more on the collegiate ranks, plus $1.35. Bengals minus $1.55 over the Bearcats. I like the Cincinnati one there. $1.55 for the Bengals minus, or plus $1.25 there. Las Vegas Raiders out here in, in Sin City, $1.15 or even money there. It's the same price tag, rather, with the Oregon Ducks. Quack attack at minus $1.15. Packers in Green Bay, $1.35. You got to lay it. Or the, Bull, the Georgia Bulldogs plus $1.05. 49ers minus $1.35. USC Trojans plus $1.05. The Giants, these are all listed here at BetMGM. The G-Men in New York, $1.35. You got to lay it. LSU, no, Ed, Ed Ogeron down there. Brian Kelly, family, plus $1.05. Bears, $1.15 in Chicago or Iowa State, minus $1.15. Or the JTS, Chet minus $1.25. Auburn Tigers, War Eagle, $1.05. Is there any on the board that you like and why? Um, the one that, well, so if you want a plus money price, I think Oklahoma's dangerous. I think the Sooners have a chance to have a great year. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to win the Big 12. Yeah, absolutely right. I think they won the thing. Oh, USC is going to overpay for Lincoln Riley. They're going to realize this guy's never, his team's never played defense a day in his life. Venables has been the sauce for Clemson. I mean, look at uh, Davos' record before Venables got there and afterwards. I'll just point to that. I think Venables is going to do great things in Norman. The style he's going to play there, Mm -hmm. it's going to be different from what you saw from Lincoln Riley. Correct. But remember, this is a team that uh, when you look at uh, Jeff Levy comes in, he was the offensive coordinator at UCF. They ran a big spread system there. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, the defense is going to improve. You know, it came down to when Bob Stoops was the coach choosing between uh, his brother, uh, Mark Stoops, excuse me, uh, Mike Stoops Mm -hmm. and Venables. And he obviously went with his brother, which is understandable, but. I think the Sooners, you look at their season win total at 9.5, think they're going to be able to get over that. A lot of places you could have found 8.5 at Bet Rivers in Chicago, that 8.5. Nine, many other places, the common number. Um, I think this team's going to be dangerous. The other, To me, New England's got some question marks. They, they could win 10 games just as easily as they win 7. Mm-hmm. Dave, wouldn't you agree that if you look back at the end of the year, you're not surprised? And the AFC, I've got, including the Steelers, 13 teams that could potentially make the playoffs. I'm including saying, the Steelers? Yes, because they still have a very good defense. I'm not saying they get there, but I'm saying if you're looking at every team in the AFC that's a threat, you're eliminating the Jets, the Jags, and the Texans. Everybody else is a potential threat. Mm. Let's do the battle of Cincinnati a little bit more closely here in the microscope. And I mentioned there that the Bengals are minus $1.55. Bearcats, plus $1.25. Luke Fickle's building something there. It's plus money in the Bearcats. Are you worried about the Super Bowl hangover? Historically, again, trends don't have to, you don't have to get married to them, but they can be your friend historically, there is a Super Bowl hangover for the team that loses. And it's tougher to repeat uh, kind of what you had going last year. We think the, the, the offensive line is upgraded in Cincinnati. That was the, the, the hiccup that they had last year. What do you make of that? Would, would you rather lay it with the Bengals at $1.55 or play that Luke Fickle that it's not a fluke? And Bearcats might, might not get back to the college football playoff, but still, is, what is Cincinnati? The Bearcats, are they a... A 9-10 win school again this year? If they can, look, I think they're going to lose their opener against Arkansas down in uh, Fayetteville. But then they've got one other game, really, that they've got to navigate, navigate, in my opinion. That's at UCF. I think SMU takes a bit of a step back this year. I think you're looking at Cincinnati, the Bearcats, at 11 wins. Uh, Could be 10 wins. I love the over 9 here. I I don't see them getting to 8 wins. Um, are you, are you worried about with Ritter gone now as a quarterback? I, I am not. Look, I'm not sitting there saying or suggesting that this team can just easily replace a guy who was drafted as high as Ritter was. However, I look at the schedule, I look at the talent and the way Fickle and company have developed their team, drafted. Uh, I think they're going to be very effective. For me, I'm with you on the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I think we see a major step back. Hmm. And I think it's going to be a real problem for them going forward this year. Look, Jamar Chase is an elite-level player. Give Joe Burrow all the credit in the world. He knew what he had because I still thought it was a mistake when they drafted Panay Sewell. I turned out to be completely wrong on that one. But, Dave, they had a three-game run. That's it. Let's not act like this team did it over 20 weeks and all of a sudden they were the Patriots in 07 and they lost the Super Bowl to the Giants. This was a team that had a three-game run, and if you're Kansas City, you're going to look back in 15 years and say, well, we missed an easy Super Bowl opportunity right there with the Bengals at home. 
I am re-watching Game of Thrones right now because they got a new spinoff coming on HBO later on this month. Not even sure the name is something with dragons. So yeah, I watched the Battle of the Bastards last night, right? Jon Snow against Ramsey Bolton. I think the Battle of the Bad is in Chicago, or at least, you know, you look at the Bears and in the Midwest with Iowa State. I think that's going to be the battle of, of some ugly teams potentially right. this year. The Bears could be the worst football team in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. They won today in preseason. What do you make of that? Even money or minus dollar fifteen either way. Is it the Cyclones or the Bears that you think are going to have more wins respectively? Uh, I'm just leaning towards the Cyclones because they probably win six games, seven games. The Bears are they really going to win that many games? I don't think so. Look at the over, juiced minus a dollar sixty-five. You think the Bears are a six-win football team? No, I do not. I think the Bears might be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, I, what am I missing here? I, you get plus money, plus a dollar no twenty-five idea. on the under for five. Like, look. I like. I don't know what I about Justin Fields. I want to say I like Justin Fields. We you always root for kids to come out and have success. Sure, absolutely. But I don't know what he's going to be. Second year, second new coordinator, second new head coach, second new offense. Right? Didn't work out the first time around with Matt Nagy no. and company. Do you trust Matt Campbell a little bit more than Iowa City or, or with it, with the Cyclones that at least Iowa State's got something that they can hang their hat on? Now they lost a lot. You lose Brock Purdy. Uh, you lose Brees Hall. That's a huge blow. But I like Campbell as a coach. It's just that this is not necessarily a play on Iowa State. It's more of an anti-Bears play. Mm. Very quickly, last minute. Jets, I mentioned $1.25. We know the quarterback issued two to four weeks. That's what we're, yep. we're hearing for Zach Wilson. Or War Eagle. Tigers plus money plus $1.05. Who gets more wins? See, in college, you have certain built-in wins. In the NFL, yeah. every week is... You don't have one. No, you don't have one. So... Uh, that's a tough one there. I, I think Auburn ends up winning six games, maybe seven if they get lucky, but um, boy, that's, that's a tough one. I, I would have to lean again the collegiate team there. Going to go get some plus money with the college kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when we come back, let's do a little fade or follow when you look at potential awards in the NFL, MVPs, player of the year, offense and defensively, and so on. Come on back. It's Maul and Dave right here, betting across America on these and these sports betting now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.